So this mimer that we're going to learn today uh, was given by the Rebbe in Pashtuch Kosai, the 19th of the year, Tashmim Aleph, 1981. If you will walk in my statutes, Isa Gemara says the Gemara who wrought in the memorandum of our Rebbeim. On this verse, Ein im when it says, if you will walk in my statutes, Hashem is using the language of begging. Claim what that means is, that means that God is asking and pleading and empowering every single Jew that you should toil, you should work hard in the study of Torah. This is not um, just if this happens, that's what that happened, then this will happen. But Hashem is using a word that He's He's saying, I care about this, and I'm begging you, I know this is good for you, please do this. This is this is something I care about you, and therefore I, I'm asking you to do this. The Pasuk continues, you should guard my mitzvahs, and you should do them. Work hard in the study of Torah. When you're studying Torah, you should have in mind why you're studying Torah, because you want to fulfill the Torah. So it's not just Hashem is asking us to study Torah, it's asking us to study Torah in a way that we're focused on implementing and applying uh, what we learn. That's, that should be the focus of our Torah study. The Pasuk then continues and says, and I will give you rain in its season. That means, by toiling the study of Torah, that will bring the rain. You work hard in the study of Torah, that will bring rain. We can connect this idea with Lagba Omer, based upon what is written about Lagba Omer. In discourses said on Lagba Omer, the Zohar says a story that once the world need, needed rain, also so Rabbi Yeser, Rabbi Chizke, and the other members of the Holy Brotherhood of Rabbi Shimon Yochai came before him, asking him to pray for rain. Rabbi Shimon Yochai said a teaching about how good and how sweet it is when brothers sit together. And explained the inner meaning of this verse. How the brothers refer to not only the Avishis all the Jewish people, but also refers to the unity of Zah and Malchus. Simply said in ourselves, our Zah and our Malchus means that our feelings come out in our words and our actions. That's how it is in a human being. So Yichudzun in heaven means that Hashem's Chesed, Hashem's Gvura, doesn't just stay in heaven, but rather it comes down to Malchus, it comes down to God's speech, which just like when God originally made the world, his speech is what brought into being. So Yichud Zun means that the revelation of Godliness in the higher spheres comes down into the lower sphere. And he said to them further, uh, this day I've looked and this is a day of, of revelation Face to face. 
And then he continued and spoke about the 13 attributes of mercy and and his other and his students, members of his holy brotherhood uh, also said words of Torah. And while they were saying words of Torah in the midst of their Torah study, they also spoke about the greatness of Rabbi Shem Bayuchai. So who, through him saying Torah, and through them saying Torah and praising him, the rain came down. As the Torah says, God says, I will give you rain in this season. I will give you the rain of your land. So that's the story of the Zohar. They needed, the world needed rain. They came to him, started saying Torah. They started saying Torah. They started praising him. And the rain comes down. Zohar need to understand what is the meaning of the praises that they said about we find elsewhere in the Zohar that the praises they were given to Hashem Yuchoy were very unique. Rabbi Yehuda said that Hashem Yuchoy is called Shabbos. He called Hashem Yuchoy Shabbos. The truth is the Talmud says that every single Torah scholar is called Shabbos. So if Yehuda wanted to praise Rabbi Shimon and say he is called Shabbos, that wouldn't really be praise. We have to say that what Rabbi Yehuda meant is not that he's Shabbos, but he is like Yom Kippur. He is the Shabbos of all Shabbos. He is the Torah scholar of all Torah scholars. So that was the meaning of his praise, he's called Shabbos, not just Shabbos. He is the Shabbos of Shabbos. Extraordinary praise is said about Hashem Yechoi in other passages in the Zohar, discussing the visit of the Jewish people to the base of Migdash to see the face of Hashem. Says the Zohar, who is the face of Hashem? The face of Hashem is Hashem Yechoi. I see the face of Rabbi Chaim Peretz. Rabbi actually once said that when a Jew um, wears a beard in the middle of Bandai Junction, so uh, it's a revelation of God's essence in this world. So, because Shem Yochai taught us about the power of, of uh, what a beard is, a revelation of Galenus. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So you need to understand what's the meaning of the praises that he gave Hashem Yechoi, calling him Shabbos, calling him Yom Kippur, calling him the face of Hashem. What does that mean? Also you need to understand the world needs rain and the Hashem Yechoi doesn't pray for rain. Instead of praying for rain, he says Torah and rain comes down. We find that in order to bring rain down, many prayers were instituted. There were 13 fasts that were instituted progressively, meaning if rain was delayed for another week, another week. So the sages instituted that more and more fasts should be done, increasing in severity as we're waiting for God to send rain. And there's a total of 13 fasts that were instituted which correspond to the 13 attributes of mercy. So, what's the meaning of him just saying Torah? We find that there, this is not just something you say Torah for. 
This is something that you pray for, something that you fast for. And further, we find the story of Chenya Magil, how he made a circle and he spoke so harshly, so to speak, to Hashem, and he said, I'm not leaving the circle until you send rain. So we find in the Talmud, throughout the Talmud, rain coming down through prayer. So why was this achieved by saying Torah about the unity of, uh, of Zah and Malchus? What does this mean? How come he veered from the uh, regular way that the Jewish people um, ask for rain? So we have a couple questions over here. Question number one is, um, well, first of all, the intro. We started talking about how the meaning of this verse is a request of Hashem. Hashem is begging every Jew, please, I'm not just begging, but empowering every Jew to toil in the study of Torah. And Hashem says, by doing this, this will bring rain, bring all physical blessings. And, uh, and this idea of bringing rain, physical blessings, we find in Lagweimer that the, uh, the sages were able to Rabbi Shemim Yechoi is able to bring rain to the world through saying words of Torah. And we do want to understand, number one, um, what is the meaning of him uh, bringing the blessing down through saying words of Torah, specifically um, on this verse of how sweet and how good it is when brothers sit together. And number two, what's the meaning of the praises that they would give him? Next paragraph, next page. It says in this week's Torah portion, God says, I will walk in your midst. When it says, I will walk in your midst, it's talking about two different kinds of journeys. Two different kinds of walking. There's a walking. There's a walk. There is a um, walking from below to above. And there's a walking from below, above to below. I'm going to send you the, the mimer to your phone. So the Pasuk says, Hashem says, I'm going to walk in your midst. But it doesn't just refer to one kind of walking, it refers to two, from above to below and below to above. What does that mean? So, let's see a little further and then let's, we'll discuss it. Just like there are two kinds of movement, two kinds of journeys in heaven. So to in the, in it, by a Jew, there's also two different kinds of movement, two different kinds of journeys, two different kinds of approaching galness. We're in the second page of the third line. Tzadikim are compared to their creator. Every Jew is called a tzaddik, and therefore every Jew also has these two kinds. If Hashem has two kinds of movement, there's also two kinds of movement by a Jew. It's not just that we have something similar to what Hashem has. It's very interesting. Usually, Chassidus, for example, in chapter 3 in Tanya, the Alter Rebbe says, why do we have ten spheres in our souls? We have ten spheres in our souls because it comes from ten spheres in Natsilus. Here the Rebbe says even much more. The Rebbe says, the reason why things happen in heaven is because of us. What happens in heaven is through us. It's not that it happens first in heaven, then it, it trickles down to us. What happens in heaven is a result of what we do. There is Rav Magid, as we just had in Hayom Yom, this teaching of the Magid, on the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, know what is above you. On the surface, Mishnah is saying, be conscious of Hashem. 
know that the one who is above you. But the Mizritcha Magad said further, deeper, know that which is above is from you. Whatever is happening in heaven is a result of you. Whatever is going on, you're asking, what's Hashem doing? Ask yourself what you're doing, because whatever you're doing is going to cause Hashem to respond. It says in the Gemara, in the attribute, in the measurement, the person measures for himself, that is the measurement that God meets out to him. In other words, whatever you do, whatever you decide, you, the path you want to go in, that's how Hashem responds. Movement, so it's understood. So the divine response is dependent on the kind of vessel that's made here. Although we're talking about something infinite, the divine response is infinite, and we're also talking about a person serving Hashem beyond his limitations, beyond his boundaries. So how we, why are we classifying this as um, measure for measure, that Hashem is responding, commensurate what we're doing, aren't we talking about something infinite? So it says, yes, infinite, but infinite, infinity itself has different, there are different kinds of things which are infinite. The infinity that's brought to the world depends upon the kind of infinity that you are um, focusing on. And therefore, by a person's service of Hashem, there are also two different kinds of service of Hashem, below to above and above to below. The difference between, in ourselves, between above to below and below to above, is Torah and prayer. Torah and prayer, respectively, are below to above and above to below. In davening, you are ascending from the lowest place going to the highest place. As it says in the Torah, there's a ladder, the bottom of the ladder is on the ground, the top of the ladder is on the heaven. So in davening, progressively, you're starting from Meida'ani, you're starting from acknowledging Hashem, you're starting to, as we learned a few times about how different parts of davening make us more and more um, sensitive to godliness. And until we reach the highest point, the point of Shemana Esrei, the point called heaven. So it starts from the lowest point and goes to the highest point. Coming more and more sensitive to Hashem's truth, to higher and higher experiences, higher and higher levels of Hashem's truth. So there is level number one, of Meida'ani, where you're barely acknowledging Hashem's truth. Then there is uh, Shema, where you're loving Hashem with all your heart and might. Chassidus says that the uh, de Zimra, for example, which literally means verses of praise, also can be translated as verses of pruning. That means, Chassidus says, that when you say a word of, you shouldn't say, you scoff, you make fun of something, so it like, makes a thorn in your soul, and makes you dry, it makes you not or be able, 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 able to open your heart to Hashem. But by saying the words of praise of Hashem, so it takes away, it like gives a dry cleaning to your neshama. So you're able to open your heart again to Hashem. So, so progressively throughout the avenue, you're ascending, and you say the song of the angels, the song of the souls, the song of the angels is Kaddish, or Baruch, the song of the souls is Shema Yisrael. So that's so a consistent movement upwards in davening from below to above. But there is the opposite. Torah is God's words that He gives to us. Concerning Torah, God says, from the heavens, 
you have heard his voice. He's let you hear his voice from the heavens. In other words, t- Torah is not that we're trying to, Torah is not a man-made experience like prayer. Prayer is about, yeah, the words of prayer were given to us from Hashem, true. But prayer is about you're experiencing these truths of the Siddur. Prayer is about the, there's a Siddur, Siddur is the Emes. And progressively, through, through, you're supposed to get deeper and deeper in touch with the Emes in, in, in Davening. But Torah is not about you experiencing the Emes. Torah is the Emes. Hashem gives you, here are the, the words of the Emes. These are the words of the Emes. Hashem is giving you words. So it's not that you have to like ascend higher and higher to appreciate the truth of Hashem. Torah study is like Shemana Esrei. In, when you study Torah, it's supposed to be, like just going down Shemana Esrei, you're quiet and you're face to face with Hashem. So when you study Torah, the Arizal says, it's supposed to be like Mount Sinai, that there's trembling, that there's sweat. You feel Hashem is talking to you. Because that's, that's what's happening. As says in Gemara, whenever someone studies Torah, God's studying Torah next to them. So you're repeating the words of Hashem. So it's not just that you're um, um, trying to get closer, it's that you're, you're just listening to Hashem's words. You're, you're, you're repeating the words of Hashem. So Torah study is revelation from God to us, and davening is us trying to become more and more sensitive to Hashem. Those are the two kinds of movement on our part, and these two kinds of movement, which, are, which will be each, both of them are infinite in their respective ways, they, they summon a response from Hashem also, uh, depending on each one, what kind of responses we'll see, the two kinds of movement that Hashem has as a result of our two kinds of approaches to Hashem, through Torah or through prayer. Everyone follow so far? Okay, next paragraph. This is also the meaning of the Pasuk. I will lead you to Yisrael upright. This is talking about the coming Mashiach and the size of how tall a Jew will be when Mashiach will come. Rameir says Mashiach will come, a Jew will be 200 amas tall, which is about 300, 400 feet tall. <coughs> Twice the size of Adam. Because it says in the Torah, I will, I will lead you. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, obviously, the physical, the physical um, size of us is just going to be corresponding to the, the, real, the deeper of the meaning of this, the spiritual meaning. So, so um, for us now, it's like talking about the size we're going to be is like using an elephant to teach the color gray. We, we, we just get lost. Well, what's, how is that going to be like? And looking at the trees, like, what does that mean? But uh, Mashiach comes the opposite. Mashiach comes. The, the, the first reality is going to be the spiritual reality. The physical reality is going to be like, okay, so yeah, so, so that's also what. It, it, but that, that, that the physical height of, that we'll have is just reflecting of what's going to happen spiritually. Either way, it says about Adam and Ishan, God made man. How tall was Adam? God made Adam. Adam was 100 amas tall, which is either 150 feet or 200 feet tall. So, so when it says in the Torah, I will lead you koimimius, Koimimius means upright, but koimimius also means two koimimius. A koima means stature, or the, the size of two statures, of two um, um, atoms. Two atoms. You'll be the size of two atoms. That's what Rameir says. You'll be 200 amas tall. Um, Yehuda says, no, we're going to be 100 amas tall. We're the same size as the Heichel, the same size as the sanction of the Esam Migdash, 
That was a hundred amas tall. Will also be a hundred amas tall. Mizbar makamacher nishtayim in the kemes suinim beis minyehilch. The idea of the size of of Adam ties two is represents two kinds of movement that we that we just discussed. We're going to experience Mashiach comes perfection in our Torah, perfection in our davening. This reminds me of this teaching of Rabbi Zakhamler used to say that Mashiach will come. Rabbi Zakhamler was number one of the Chassidim. Number one to the extent that they were thinking that he should perhaps uh, uh, succeed uh, the 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 Mitra Rebbe. There, there was there was a, there was a question, and the Rabbi Zakhamler said about himself that um, that he he was thinking of taking the position. He got on the wagon um, to go to accept this uh, position. And as soon as he put his foot in the wagon, all of a sudden he felt like the gates of wisdom opening up for him like an amazing way. Then he remembered the Altarebbe told him something about not to become a Rebbe. So, uh, anyway, so this Rebbe Zakhomer, uh, he said, Mashiach will come, they'll take Eisel, that was his a nickname he gave himself, I guess. They'll put Eisel on the palm of their hands. And say, look at this, just look at, look at this little creature. He used to dive and he used to learn Torah. So it reminds you of this because we're going to be physically very tall, Moshiach Kham. And so it's not just, not just physically, but spiritually very tall, Moshiach Kham. And so Rabbi Kamler to us, Moshiach Kham, you're like, yeah, that's not davening, that's not learning, that's, 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 that's negligible. So we're going to have two, what's the word in English? Not statures, two, like a, a gestalt. What's a gestalt? Uh, persona? Not a persona. A, 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 a person standing erect, the size of a man. What is that called? Another word for that. Okay. Well, Statues are okay. Good. So, uh, so we're gonna have two. We the size of two statures. What does that mean? We're going to um, have perfection in our Torah, perfection in our prayer. That's um, that's what that's the meaning of koimemius that will have will to move fully in both areas. Gamra das yehudish koimemius purusha beis koimemius shem mekilchom meyama even according to Yehuda. Who says we're going to be only a hundred amas tall? He agrees they're going to have perfection in torrent for prayer, and the reason why he says we're going to be a hundred amas tall is because is because the base hamigdash has in it both in those hundred amas of the base hamigdash there is both elements there. The third base hamigdash is going to have the an element of Torah and an element of prayer. So it's not that he disagrees; it's just that he's he is there is this, there is a, a nuance here between them, but they both agree that we're going to have perfection in both, and it's just that he says and we're going to be the the our perfection will mirror the perfection of and Migdash, so therefore we'll be physically as tall as Terbeis and Migdash, and we're going to have in ourselves perfection of Torah and prayer. The Rambam says the reason we're supposed to study tractate Midos, which talks about the size of the second base of Megdash, is in order that we should have the right size of the third base of Megdash. Because the third base of Megdash is going to be built in a similar size to the second base of Megdash. And so, therefore, we need to, have, we need to know the size of the second base of Megdash to prepare for the third. Then move on. That means that building the third base of Megdash. Depends on what we do today. The Ram says, learn this now, so you'll be able to be ready to build a third base of Megdash. 
Whatever happens, Mashiach will come. Whatever happens, the resurrection of the dead. It's all dependent upon what we do today. So when we say Mashiach will come, there's going to be perfection of Torah and prayer. That means that depend, this depends upon what we do today in our Torah and prayer. It says also, Zois Adam. This is the Torah, a man. It, the Torah is compared to a man. Just like our blood is constantly flowing from the heart to the heart, it's called Ratzi Vishuv, Mati Mati. There's a Torah, the blood extends and, and retreats, goes back. And so too, there, in, in, in the, in, just like this is true in a man, so too is this in Torah. There are two paths in Torah. There's Torah study itself and prayer. And so in order to bring the coming of Mashiach, and we're going to have the perfection of Torah and perfection of, of prayer, um, we have to also today bring this about by our Torah and prayers. We'll see um, what this means and how this relates to Hashem Yechoi and Chunia Magal. So in short, what we did today is we learned, the, we learned the verse. Hashem begs everyone to keep the Torah and he empowers every Jew to keep the Torah. And the way we're supposed to study Torah is with the intent that we want to fulfill the Torah. And we asked a few questions about, the, about this. Number one, um, we want to know um, why Hashem um, Yechoi was praised by the sages why did he bring down rain through his Torah study, not through his prayers? To explain this, we started talking about the promise to come of Mashiach, how we're going to be the size of two statures. We learned the Pindar of Meir, which means literally two statures, and the Pindar of Yehuda, who says we're going to be the size of the, of the Beis HaMikdash, which is only 100 Amas tall, only one time the size of the Mauritian. And we learned that they both really agree that we're going to have um, both elements, both uh, kinds of service of Hashem, represented by the word, visalachti, I will go, I will move. That just like Hashem has two kinds of movement, two kinds of divine revelation, these two kinds of divine revelation are elicited by our two kinds of service of Hashem, Torah and prayer, and by us doing this today, this will bring us to come to Mashiach, and we'll have perfection in both, we'll see with Hashem tomorrow what these two uh, kinds of movement are in ourselves, and how they cause these two kinds of movement, so to speak, by Hashem. Any questions, or comments, or criticism? All right, have a great day. Mm-hmm. Who was the one who told the story about uh, you know, the sages went out to his house and he was working in the field 